Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives, your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone and welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. For those of you who don't know me, I run a business called Divorce Angel, whereby helping people who just can't put the pieces of divorce together. Because having been through it myself, especially at a certain time in my life, I thought I thought that there was nothing more. I thought that I was getting too old and this was all there was. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Because when I recall how, how I felt, when I got the courage to go, you know what, it's time to move on, I realized that there was so much, so much that I'd hoped and dreamt of that I was letting go. So I had to make a decision. Do I stay where I am? Or do I let go of all of those dreams and aspirations that we could have built together as a couple? Because, you know, if you work at it, I suppose there's potential, right? There's potential if you're prepared to give up other things. So if I was prepared in my life to give up, let's say, for instance, freedom, because I was longing for freedom, because I felt controlled a lot of the time. So freedom for me was something that was so incredibly important. So if I was prepared to give up freedom, and to be honest, I've spoke about this before, this void in my stomach of feeling um, lonely. I felt so lonely, even though I was in a house full of people. And I wanted to fill that void inside of me. And as years have gone on, I realized that possibly the void wasn't so much even my marriage, but it was the void in me as far as what I could give back to the world. And it was the void in not feeling my own potential in life. And you might relate to this and you may not either. But what I wanted to talk to you about today is that it's okay to mourn. It's okay to mourn and to work through everything because we don't actually know, we don't know what our future might look like and all of us sit there and hope for the best. We we work towards what could be better than what we've got today, right? So what happens is when our marriage falls apart and we find ourselves separated, we think that we're actually going three or four or five or ten steps backwards in life. And that is also what we're mourning. So we're sitting considering 
How is it that I found myself here? I've worked so hard. I've built these assets. I've got some money in the bank. I've got superannuation or whichever country you're from, you know, 401k, whatever it is that you put aside for your retirement, you think, wow, I've worked all of this time and now, now it's got to be divided and rather than spending it together on whatever it was that that I thought our future would look like, I've now got a proportion or a portion of this amount and I have to survive on this plus whatever else that you're getting out of your separation financially. And that can be so hard. And many of us, especially me, I was brought up a good Catholic girl you know, for me, the belief was that you never get divorced. The belief for me was that I'd found my Prince Charming and had to remain married to him. Because I've said this before, my ex-husband, he's a good guy. He made some mistakes, but geez, he's a good father. My kids are very lucky to have him and I'm lucky that he is the father of my children. So, it's not like, you know, he, he didn't bash me. He didn't do anything wrong. He just had his own history. And from his history, he had habits. And from those habits, he had beliefs. And from those beliefs, he had actions. And I then become a consequence of how he was brought up. And that's what happens in so many of our lives. We meet someone and they're already trained in who they are, and we either accept them for who they are, or if we can't accept it, we have no choice but to move on. And that's pretty much what, you know, what happened to me. So my belief was that I should be staying married to this man for the rest of my life. So thinking now that all of a sudden, you know, the holidays, the assets, the business, whatever it was, all of those things at the time that that were so important, I realise now they actually hold no value for me now. It's come with a lot of um, evolution, especially for me, a, a lot of evolution. The growth that I've had internally has made me realise that Money is just money. Well, don't get me wrong. Money makes our lives easier, but there's also so many other things that are just as equally as important as money. And the other lesson that I've learned throughout this journey is that when I am happy, money seems to flow a lot easier as well. Like there's not so many financial issues as maybe there may have been in the past. I don't know whether that's just a consequence, but it's certainly something that I've witnessed. So I suppose for me, this is the thing. Mourning the past can bring happiness to the future. And I don't know where you are right now in your own journey, whether you're at the start, whether you're in the middle or whether you're at the end. 
But being quite a few years down the track now, all I can do is share with you what I've witnessed and learned and even my clients, what I've seen in them, especially once it's all over with, it's so hard. It really is. And you have every right to mourn. You have every right to feel like this isn't fair. This shouldn't have happened. I can't believe I found myself here. You have every right to feel that way because you are mourning everything that you thought your future may hold. But here's the thing. There's a reward as well when it gets to a certain stage that if you haven't moved on, there's a reward for you feeling the way you do. So I want you to ask yourself, what is the reward I am getting for feeling the way I do? It's probably a really, you know, maybe you've never been asked this question before, but it's, it's something to consider. I often ask myself this when I'm finding things are tough, when I feel like I'm in a position where I don't really want to move forward. And even today, I still have those moments. But the way I get moving is by asking myself, Tanya, what is your reward for staying where you are right now? And there's always one. So let me give you an example. Consider that you don't want to ask someone for something and you know that you have to. You know that you have to start a conversation or ask for something, but you're so scared and it could be either of conflict or it could be that you're scared of the retaliation or the consequences. So you lay awake at night just wondering You know, you have this conversation going through your head as how you're going to tackle it. But every time you get the opportunity, you still don't do it. And there's something holding you back. Now, right there, the reason something is holding you back is because you're getting a reward for staying where you are. So the reward might be that you simply don't need to deal with the conflict. The reward might be that Because things aren't going well, your friends might be paying you a lot of attention or asking you how's everything going. You might be getting, you know, people contacting you or friends or family and you're, you know, without knowing it subconsciously, you're liking that. That's possible. Um, It could be simply that you just, just simply do not want to face the fact that whatever it is that you have to discuss with whoever it is will end either a relationship, it will end a bond, it will end something, and then you know that you're going to have to mourn whatever that conversation is about. And that's pretty tough. And it's really tough. And I know because I've been there. I've been in that very position So having to do something that you don't really want to do means that you don't have to deal with the consequence of that and that's why we get a reward. 
And it took me a long period of time to understand that that reward is very short-lived. And if we can understand why the reward is so valuable to us, we can actually make it up at the other end of the equation. Let me just go over that a bit more. So what I mean by that is right now, by not doing something that you need to do, it might be just because you don't want to face the facts or you don't want to face the feelings because you know you have to deal with them. And it's so painful and it hurts so much that you just think, if I can just leave everything as it is or you know, continue along as things are right now, I don't have to deal with all of the garbage that comes with this. None of this is easy. And no one that has ever been through a separation or a divorce would ever say to you, it is easy. But what I've witnessed is from the pain can grow amazing things because as people, We don't normally go through the pain that we go through when we're going through a separation or a divorce. It's not something that happens to us very often. Let's hope it only happens to us once. But when it does happen, it teaches us things about ourselves that we never, ever thought possible. Because I can tell you right now, you're stronger than you ever knew. You are so strong that that you really could do anything if you put your mind to it. But it's just being able to connect your mind and your feelings and understand that you're heading in the right direction. But to do that, you first need to mourn everything that you hoped for. You have to mourn your marriage. You have to mourn what you're losing And for many of us, it's also mourning our in-laws, our friends, because people need to pick sides. And as much as they say that they don't, unfortunately they do and they will. And as much as you might be the best person there is in the world, sometimes the other side puts pressure on whoever it is that, that you think would be impartial And they are forced to choose a side without really wanting to or without even really knowing it. So don't get upset if someone you thought would stay loyal to you changes their mind or does something that you didn't expect because they've also found themselves in a position that they didn't understand and they didn't know how to how to behave or what to do and recently I had this great story of one of my clients who's been divorced now for three years and his mother well actually let me go back a step he has recently started dating a new woman and this new woman is just so beautiful that she is all-encompassing of his children, of his ex-wife, of his parents. And when they went around to pick up his children the other day, the new girlfriend got out, she met the 
ex-wife and they had a good chat. And then when she went around to his mother and father's house, she stated how lovely the ex-wife was. And she said, oh, I can see why the children are so beautiful. And, you know, these guys together have done such a great job. Now, this woman is a connector. She's going to be the glue because what she's done is rather than go into his parents' house and bag the ex-wife, she's built her up. She said what a wonderful person she is. And what that shows is this person's inner strength and ability and self-worth because she knows how valuable she is in this new relationship, but she also knows how valuable the ex-wife is and having really, really solid family values are. So guess what? The mother-in-law who hadn't spoken to the ex-wife in three years because she'd taken the side of her son turned up at the ex-daughter-in-law's house and went in and had a coffee. And she talked about everything that she'd lost. She talked about how she'd mourned their friendship, how she mourned her, how she missed her. Now, who said, where are the rules that state that just because there's a separation or a divorce that you can't see the other side anymore? But everything takes time. You've heard the saying before, time heals all wounds. And you know what? It's possibly true. So this girlfriend, this new girlfriend has become the glue for this family. The kids love her. His parents love her. His ex-wife even talks kindly of her and he's only been going out with her for a very short period of time. But the difference she's made is because she knows how valuable she is in herself and because of that, She's helping them mend. She's helping them heal. And that's the new way. That's the way you want to go. You want to get to that place. It might be too soon just yet, but that's where you want to get to. Because the consequences are, if you continue to stay in that mourning state, you continue to be a victim. And when you're a victim, new opportunities don't arise. You can't see the goodness in the world. The simplest thing becomes a big, big problem. People might call you a complainer that they can never make you happy. But they're the consequences of remaining in the mourning state. That's why if you look at, you know, that's why people that are mourning wear black because Black is the colour of sorrow and we don't want to stay there. We want to be able to move on. We want a colourful life. We want a life of giving. And to get there, like I've just explained about the girlfriend, she knows exactly who she is. She knows exactly what she wants and she brings value to all the relationships and all of the people that she touches in her life. And you know... If we could all be like that, the world would be a better place. So that's my hope. That's my hope for you. So it's okay to mourn. It's okay to mourn, but we just don't want to stay there. All right, my darling friends, thanks for listening to me. If you need any help or support, you can contact me at tanya at tanyasummerton.com. 
Or you can go to my website at www.tanyasummerton.com and I'd love to help you if I could. All right, I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel Podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favour and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.